I have a I have a lot of talks with uh, different people, different walks of life, successful or what you would think would be successful. Because you could be you could be successful as long as you are content and happy with the things that happen in your life and you're comfortable. You know, that could be a success to you. Most people only view success as what you possess. I don't. I don't view possessions as success because I know plenty of people who have a lot of things but are just ugly human beings on the inside and they treat people horribly. But if you do view possessions and notoriety and fame as success, there's no difference from them and us. The only difference is is that they were obsessed with their with their self-worth. They knew what they were worth. It's like you got somebody working a job that's that you see maybe at your job, maybe at a place you frequent, that you see this person is beyond what they do for this company. Like you may see somebody who sweeps the floor, but he sweeps the floor with such happiness and he makes everyone around around him or her that much better that you see this person as being far and beyond what they do for a living. You never you never know what that person is outside of that, outside of you know his or her employment, how they how they live their life. They can be successful in their own right. They don't need anything else. But what separates the so-called non-successful from the successful is obsession. You have to be obsessed with what you want in life. You have to wake up in the morning figuring out another way to accomplish your goals so you can live the life that you want to live, regardless of what that is. I mean, look at a look at a student, and I look at students as being the most obsessive people in the world. Because when when you have a goal in mind, like okay, I need to pass this test so I can move on to the next grade, or I need to pass this test so I can continue to play sports or whatever, whatever. They become obsessed with it. You know, I got five kids, and I wasn't nowhere near obsessed with education as they are. I mean, they have their slip-ups, but still, you have to be as obsessive as as you have a due date. Be that obsessive as as if you have a due date. Even if it's years from now. Even if it never happens. Just get you a piece of paper, write down a date, and work like hell to get it. Talk to people. Look up things. You never know where you will find your next break or a like-minded person who thinks how you think or wants the same same thing that you want but has a better avenue towards it has found the class or has hooked up with someone online or something like that I mean we have the biggest tool in the world and that's the internet biggest tool in the world a lot of people use it for you know for, for bad things but you know it can be used it can be used to help 
It can be used to nurture. It can be used to build. So, I'm just here trying to do my part to let you know to, to don't stop. Don't give up. Keep going. It's worth it. Believe me, it's worth it. The journey is worth it. Do not give up on yourself. I mean, case in point, look at this podcast. I mean, I, we didn't start off with a big following of people telling us to do this. We didn't start off with a lot of people saying, oh, we love we love watching you guys or in- interacting with you guys. You should do a podcast. No, we started off with that idea that we want to do a podcast. And if you start off with an idea that you want to write a blog or you want to do um, videos, YouTube, food review videos, um, restaurant review videos, a car, whatever, whatever you're into, video games, books, movies, whatever you're into, whatever you're passionate about, try to find a way to not turn it into a job because people hate jobs. Jobs are hated. Careers are loved. Passions are are loved. Like if you feel you're a good motivational speaker, start off with one person. That one person tells another person, I get so much from hearing this person speak. I get so much from hearing this person talk. I get so much from this person telling me what they went through and how they went through it, how they lived their life. You should come hear it. It will give you so much power to live your life, power throughout your day. The way this person carries himself or herself. I mean, if you're passionate about it, I advise you to keep moving forward. Never give up on yourself. That's what I advise you to do. Never give up on yourself. Good morning, man. Pretty good. And as I walk through, as I'm, you know, on my on my way to work, you know, I choose to do choose to do a lot of episodes of the podcast. And I meet people. You know, you guys hear it, speak to them and stuff like that. But that's just me. This is who I am. I want to see the good. Honestly, I want to see the good because. I live so much, so much of my life with negativity, self-date, I mean self-date, <laughs> self-hate and stuff like that. I live, I, I lived that already. I've done it already. I lived the tough, I was so-called, or what I thought was the tough life. You know, I, I wanted to be a gangster. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. I realized it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And we all had those those odd phases where we thought we were something that we weren't. I lived it. Wasn't for me. But I found out what is for me is actually just being me. That's a lot of different things. <laughs> it's a lot of different things. A few, a few of, of the closer people in my life would describe me the same, but a lot of people describe me different ways. Certain people I'm an asshole. I can care less because I see things in people that I just don't want in my life and I choose not to speak to them, family members, co-workers, or whatever, you know. And I'm, and I'm looked at as being a bad person because I just don't want that around. But the group of people that I have within my life right now, I hope would want to stay. And I'm just not talking about no specific person. You know, because Candace and myself, we... 
we can say the same thing. We hope the people that are in our lives right now want to stay. Because we go through it so much with different people and it's just, it's hard, y'all. It really is. It really is hard. It really is hard. It gets to the point to where sometimes it gets to the point to where I wonder if is it even worth it? You know, should me should myself and be and the kids just stay within ourselves? No, because we have people that we have people that we care about, we love, and we know wouldn't do what others have done. And y'all know who y'all are. I just don't need to specifically name people. Y'all know who y'all are. And I love y'all for that. But as those people can also tell, it's hard. It's hard telling somebody you're, you're planning to do this or you're planning to do that and get shot down so quickly. It's hard. You don't want, you don't want to, you don't want to feel the pain of not having, not having people believe in you. And that hurt. And that hurts, especially when there's somebody you thought you were close to, friend or family or something like that, when they don't believe in your ideas or your dreams, or you, you get down and you tend not to want to pursue it. That goes all the way back to the beginning. Since you have to be obsessive. Being obsessive means you don't hear anyone else. You only hear your voice. You only hear your voice, you only go off your own power. You were the one that wakes you up in the morning. You were the one that drives your drives that motor you have to achieve those goals. You can't trust anybody else. Nobody else can hold your hand. That's why I say I stopped listening to other podcasts. I really stopped listening to a lot of motivational speakers because I tend to motivate myself. And I don't want to listen to other podcasts. And I start to look at where those people are. Look at where those podcasts are. Still ideas from them. Still phrases from them. I don't want to do that. So I stopped listening to a lot of music because all of it sounded the same and I couldn't tell the difference between this artist and that artist. So I stopped and said, you know what, forget it. I'll listen to the music I've been listening to for most of my life. That's because I don't want to follow a trend. I don't want to become a, I want to become a trend. I don't want to follow a trend. I mean, if that makes sense to you guys, I want to become that one. Like that person that that you guys look to for this or for that, you know, myself being included, we want to become those people. We will become those people. We will become that force that leads the people who always thought that nobody listened to them. That leads the people that always thought, you don't understand my struggle. You don't understand him. You don't understand her. You don't understand my kids. You don't understand my struggles. We do. We lived and still live them. That's the beauty of doing this podcast. We real just like you are. Y'all know that. I get tired of hearing that. But we are. This will continue though. But thank you guys. Y'all have a good day. Good morning. Good night. Be back soon. But to continue on with that obsessive talk, you know, you got your athletes, you got your bodybuilders, you got your scholars. They just seem to want it more. 
that doesn't necessarily mean they're more talented than you, than, than you are. Because, you know, I know a lot of great football players who've never played in the NFL. I know a lot of great basketball players who've never played in the NBA. But what separates what separates mo- most is just that, the obsession, the want to know, the want to learn, the obsession of knowledge. Like, I won't be stopped. I won't be denied. You hear of, you hear stories about Michael Jordan and his obsession in practice, his obsession with being the best. He didn't just wake up and have that ability as being the best basketball player ever. LeBron James didn't wake up and, and, and have that ability. Kobe Bryant, they work at their craft. That's why everybody isn't, a, isn't an electrician or a plumber or uh, an architect or something like that because they work at their craft. They want to be the best at their craft. And therefore, they put the time in. They believe in themselves to continue. They believe in themselves. Good morning, man. They believe in themselves to keep going. So don't give up. To never let failure creep in and overcome what they know they want in life. I know plenty of successful people. They're passionate. I know plenty of people who are doing what they love because it's a passion for them. I myself, lately, wait a minute, gotta let the fire truck pass because you won't be able to hear me. <laughs> All right. It's two fire trucks. I hope they're all right, because that's a, a lot of fire trucks going. Anyways, like I said, you should never let never let failure creep into your thoughts. Never let negativity creep into your thoughts, because it will. It will hinder your success. It will. It will most definitely stop you from being a successful person. Most definitely. But the fact that, but the fact that those people, the people that I mentioned, and even the ones that I didn't mention, because there's plenty of electricians, plenty of architects, plenty of plumbers, teachers, they believed in themselves. Lawyers, doctors, they believed in themselves. All I'm saying is that if you're at that point in your life where you're, where you feel you're stuck, or you feel there's no more. Like I said, that's the bad part of recording while I'm walking. I can get a phone call and, you know. But that was Candace. That was B. I'm sorry. She uh, she had to call off work today because the kids had a water main break at their school. So school was closed. So, you know. So hopefully everything's okay with the school because I really don't want them being home too much longer. They need to be educated. But anyways. <laughs> I, I kind of lost my thoughts, so if I re, if I repeat myself, I apologize, y'all. 
you shouldn't let anything creep into your head. I know I said that already. I'm just trying to get my thoughts back. You should never let nothing creep into you to where it stops you. Whether that's a friend, family members, husband, wife, whatever. If they're not there for your success, you need to leave them alone. I tell people that all the time. You need to walk away from negativity, regardless of who that is. Regardless. If you don't feel good about doing it, don't do it. Don't do it. Simple as that. And I'm at the point in my life right now where there's a lot happening, but there's nothing that I can't handle because I have a solid person with me. And that's just about all you need. You really don't need a team full of people telling you you can do it. You really don't need one person. I'm just lucky enough to have that. You should just have that in your mind that I'm going to make it. Regardless of what you say, regardless of your belief, I'm going to make it. Even if it's an extra job I got to take. Even if it's a couple of extra hours of studying I got to do. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You have to have that in your mind that you won't be stopped. And you can have whatever life you want. People feel that they're limited because of their surroundings. No, you're not limited because of your surroundings. You're not limited because, because of your possessions. You're not limited because of anything. You limit yourself because you feel you don't have the ability. You feel you don't have what it takes to keep going, to get that, to have whatever. But you do. We're all born with the same thing. You know, some of us have our, you know, defects and, you know, God bless them because I know a lot of people with those. But we're all born with the same abilities. We're all born with the same brain to seek in as much knowledge as we can. And as I've gotten, as I've gotten my eighth, now ninth email from my children's school saying that they're closed for the same thing. But anyways, it's just kind of funny to me. But you should know we're all born with that same ability. Nobody is born with a stamp on their back or the, or the back of their hand. This person won't make it. This person won't make it. This person won't make it. This person will make it. Y'all understand what I'm saying. Y'all understand me fully. Everybody is born with a chance. Man, that must be a bad fire. But everybody is born with a chance. You got to believe that. You have to believe that. Whatever walk of life you're in right now, wherever you're at in life right now, you can make it. I'm not saying I'm there, but I'm taking everybody with me. I'm taking everybody with me. And as I learn this podcast game, as I see everybody trying to get into it, I'm already here. Me and my wife are already here. And we're already successful. Because we didn't stop. I'm not successful by the amount of downloads or the amount of the amount of uh, admiration I get for the podcast. I'm successful because I didn't stop. I still have support from the major backers that everybody else got. So I'm not worried about anything. I still have communication with those people. We good. We good. I've turned down things because I didn't want certain things for this podcast. I didn't want to have y'all have to, to pay for this podcast. No. No. 
unless there's something beyond my control with the people that help me now, but I've had offers from other sites. We want to buy your podcast. Hell no, no, you won't. Because you won't change how I do it. You won't change the words that I say. You won't change how I bring it to my people. Like I said, you have to have that belief in yourself. You have to. It has to be there. 16th email, 17th email. <laughs> it's kind of funny now, y'all. But anyway, <laughs> I'm making that state, I'm, I'm making that declaration to y'all right now. We're gonna forever be the people that you can count on to continue to try to help you out through whatever you go through. Y'all believe in us, we believe in y'all, we believe in each other. To keep on with this these talks of obsession and success. You have to count your losses. I know a lot of people only want only want to be seen as a success story. But like I talked about in previous episodes, these people are passing life. Drug addicts, drunks, male and female prostitutes. Yes, they are out there. They also, they also need to need to know that they can come up as well. They can come back. And as I pass, plenty of these people just walking around, lost, lifeless, basically. They can also come back as well. And you know, you see plenty of people. Plenty of good people talk about their losses in life. Now they're pastors or successful motivational speakers or just different people. Once they realize they can also change the life that they live. All you need to do is have the faith and belief in yourself. and that obsessive work ethic to get it. Just like I see a lot of people I'm sorry I let that truck pass. Just like I see a lot of people a lot of people when they when they on the hunt for drugs so to speak they go, they hustle, they go get whatever it is, whether it's Stealing, you know, stealing from someone, which is wrong. Stealing from a store, which is wrong. But what I'm trying to get is they're motivated by that drug. And I try to tell people when my walks in life, if you motivated by that drug, just for that quick ass hit, that quick little hit that you're going to need in an hour or you're going to need the next day, why not motivate yourself? To go to work and better yourself. Why not take some of these classes or go to some of these programs or some of these homes that they're offering help, that they'll give you a job, they'll give you, you know, a shelter to sleep in until you get on your feet. Why not take that with the same grind and determination and need and obsession that you go for the drug, for the hit? It won't last long. 
and they look at me, they're like, oh, I don't want to work. I can't keep a job. And you see why you can't keep a job. You see why you can't hold down anything solid because there's nothing solid about you. I tell people all the time, you have to take care of yourself. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Hey, good morning, y'all. Y'all running late? Huh? Y'all running late? I'm late today. Oh, he'll make it, though. That lady uh, takes her kids, to take her son to school to go to the same school as our kids. She's running. Yeah, she running late, late. But, um, <laughs> but like I said, they need to have that same passion, that same drive as they, as they do. When they get the when they when they want to hit, they want to fix or whatever, whatever. And I tell them, just look at me. I'm not gonna let anything take. I'm not. I'm not gonna let nothing be taken away from my family. I don't want anything to be taken from my loved ones as well. But I can't. I can't be there for everybody. I just learned that lesson, of, you know, a few years back that I can't pull everybody up. So. When I say just look at me, you don't need to look at a, at a celebrity. You don't need to look at somebody that you feel is unattainable. Just look at myself. I get up and go to work every day. Candace gets up and goes to work every day. The kids are motivated to be in something sometimes. And we're members of the community that want to see good. You know, and I'm not saying nothing bad ever happens to us because it does. But as solid as we are, people see that we solid. People tell me, oh, hey, I look out for your wife when she's walking to the store or, you know, I offered to help, help her with the groceries or whatever. Or I saw your kids. I see you got, I see you got some beautiful kids or whatever, whatever. Kids growing up. I see you in their life every day. Stuff like that. Things that are supposed to happen. Like, if you man a woman enough to make a child, you man a woman enough to stay involved in that child's life. You man a woman enough to see that child through life's trials and tribulations. You don't deserve a prize. You don't deserve a medal. I don't get a check every week for being a father. Candace doesn't get a check every week for being a mother. We do this because we're supposed to. But, as I'm saying, with that same hustle, that drive, that determination, that these people that I passed have for the things that are only going to harm them have it for the things that are going to help you have it for the things that are going to help you like I want to help but just like I passed that same person that I know that I've known for over 20 years passed him this morning looked at me as if he didn't even know me because he's so far gone from the drug that I can't do anything for him I can't, you know, let him get a shower at the house. I can't cut his hair or nothing like that. I can't give him clothes or give him plates of food. I can't do that no more. That breaks my heart to know that I can't do that anymore. Because that'll mean that I'm not being the person that I said I was by saying, I'm going to help. I'm going to help lead. No. I got five people in my life that I need to help lead. I can't pull anybody else up who don't want to be pulled up. Because I know the help that I give him is only going to turn into something that he's going to put 
put into his arm. That hurts my heart. But like I said, when you got that same drive and determination to go steal those goods, have that same drive and determination to go work every day. When these people want to give you apartments and give you this and give you that and give you jobs, take them. You know, I'm not saying you guys know somebody that's that far gone, but I know you know somebody that, that just needs, that, 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 that has it. You all know someone that has it, but just won't go. Just has no, no love for themselves, no passion for wanting more or being more. They walk through life with their hands out. That's not how you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to walk through life with your hand out. You're supposed to walk through life with your head up. That's the difference. You go through life with your head up, not your hand out. And you'll get respect more. People will want to help you more. People will view you as an asset instead of a liability. Somebody that comes by and only wants to bring harm or has nothing to bring to the table but always wants something. You shouldn't want to be that person in life. You should want to be the person that's, that's positive. The person that makes everybody else want to do better. I'm not saying emulate myself and the things that I want to do with my life. I'm saying do it for you. Do it for you. Be that person for you. And then everything else will come to you. I promise you. Everything else will come to you. If you love yourself as much as you love uh, you know, whatever whatever vice, you know, you would you would think people have. If you love yourself as much as that. And I'm not ever gonna say, I'm not ever gonna say that I'm better than the next because of the things I choose not to do, because there's things that I do that, that are harmful as well. Like there's vices I have, there's things that I do, I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to be on this podcast and stand on the pedestal or nothing like that. I'm, I'm not standing on the pulpit, I'm not preaching to you. This is just life that I live and I'm giving it to you daily. You know, being myself, we're giving it to you daily. This is how we live our life. We're not writing this down. It's not a script. This is us. And I want nothing but the best for everybody. You know, we're going to grow together. As I've said before, as I've said plenty of times, we're all going to grow together. We're all going to be together. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with looking at people and thinking that, okay, I'm going to be for you. I'm following you. I see what you do in life. I want to be just like that. I want to be just like that. And I know if you do it, we can do it. And it could be that much better. Just like I told you guys previously, all the things that I do, 
I mean, all the, I'm sorry, all the people that I know, all the different walks of life and the things that they have in life, the way that they are in life. Once, once I get there with this podcast, it won't be just Candace and myself. Honestly, it won't be just Candace and myself because I know I'm going to link up with someone that'll help us with video. That'll help us with, you know, better audio for the podcast. Different ways of editing videos and stuff like that. And I know people in that. I know people in those walks right now. And I've reached out, you know, nothing has happened. But like I said, I still love and I still appreciate. But what I'm saying is. I'm going to continue on the path that I'm on. And I don't wish nothing but the best for everyone. So I'm not going to say I'm going to sit back hating and sit back and do this and do that. No, it's not in me. It's only in me to try to love and bring up folks. But if I can't help you, just like I stated before, if I can't help you, you know, I can't. And it hurts me to know that I can't help somebody that I call a friend, somebody that I call a brother, honestly. Honestly. Like I said, if you if you count your losses in life, you'll be much better off than someone who just looks at victories. You know, if you play a sport, you know losses teach. You know, if you just live in life, you know losses teach. Well, I'm pretty sure, you know, someone that you lost in your life, someone that I lost in my life. And just because they're gone doesn't mean I'm not still being taught by the things that they've said and the lessons that they've given. You know, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a time lapse in between these recordings, y'all. Meaning, um... What I recorded, what you like before you heard a little break in it, was earlier this morning, possibly around eight o'clock. <clears throat> so now it's like three on my way to get the kids. And uh you know, as I as I do a lot of talking to the people that I see, people I come across, somebody actually somebody actually overdosed. Um, a little up the street from us earlier. I mean, nobody saw the me, Candace was in the house. And, uh, that's tough to see. I mean, it's tough for anything to happen to anybody, to be honest with you. But seeing that, that's tough for me to see that because it doesn't have to happen doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to be that way. Those, those kids can honestly choose a better life. And I say kids because I see nothing but the youth going through it. I see nothing but the youth going through it. And uh, it's tough. I mean, it's it's an epidemic around this country anyways, and I know that's it's a word y'all don't hear me use often. 
or at all. Because <laughs> I try to stay away from political issues and I try to stay away from religious issues, even though I have great friends in church and stuff like that and, and some friends in political areas. But uh, there's a, it's an epidemic, you know, with the opioids and with the heroin epidemic and stuff like that. And it's tough to see. It really is. It's tough to stomach. It's tough to see. And seeing that from what I could see, from what I could see, it was a young person. I don't know if it was male or female because all I saw was like a leg or something like that. But it's still still hard for me to grip it and I'm trying to find my words because it's not a, it's really not a subject I know anything about and uh, <clears throat> like I said I just, I just witnessed it no, it's not something that I've done my research on I sit and talk to a lot of people who go through to go through those things or addicted to drugs but it's not I'm not having the extensive conversations as in where you get it how do you feel and stuff like that you know it's always you can do better you can be better and they always tell me they know they always tell me they know what they can do they know what they're capable of they're just not given the opportunity and um, I have talked to, we have talked with our kids about it too, but not to the point to where I'm trying to scare them. They're just aware, pretty much. And um, I'm hopes to have, hoping to have the kids on the podcast so I can actually let them tell you guys how they feel about where they are in life and how they view things because from 7 to 14, that's going to give you a pretty good indication of you know things are happening. You know things are going on. You're not, they're not sheltered. They know they know certain things. I don't want to scare them with everything, but if we're out sitting on the porch or walking around or they're outside and they see someone and they ask, you know, Daddy, why does that person have on you know, one shoe or no shoes or, you know, what's wrong, with, what's wrong with his face, her face? Why are they walking like that? Why are they making that noise? Stuff like that. And I got to be honest with them. So with that, with that honesty comes, oh, shoot, I don't want to end up like that. So if my mom, if my mom's and my pop's telling me to watch out for this, watch out for that, and I guess I'm gonna have to do that because that's what's out there for me. And I hope being myself, we love our children enough to get them to steer them clear of that mistake. I don't want them addicted to anything but life. So if you slip up and you have a child at an early age, or if you defending yourself, you get to a fight or something like that. That's understandable. 
You know, I don't want them to ever feel that they aren't loved enough to where they got to go out there and get it from the streets. Because Candace and myself know where that leads. That's not, that's not where you want to go. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, you know. It's areas where you live that you know what's going on, but it's, that it doesn't have to, basically. It doesn't have to. I don't live in a bad area. I talk about it like it's a bad area. No. I mean, they view St. Louis as one of the top five most dangerous cities on, in this country. I don't see that side of it. I know a lot of beautiful people from all areas, including the areas where they say a lot of the crime is. It's just, it's just not a lot of caregiving, and it's not a lot of backing for the good people that are there. And that goes that's to say the same thing for every every section, every city in America and so forth. You know, if you don't have a tight-knit community, neighbors looking out for neighbors, people looking out for people, you know, you're going to have your uprising in crime. You're going to have your uprising in drug use and things of that nature. We just got to learn to take care of each other. And that's why I take the kids on these walks through different areas, different neighborhoods, so they can see different people and hopefully from me attempting to be a good person, speaking to everybody, you know, saying hey and stuff like that. Cause you never know when you're gonna meet these people again in life. It's like I tell the kids all the time, I always try to be a good person. And I say try to be, because a lot of people pull it out of you. A lot of people pull negativity out of you. They make you be negative. You have no choice but to fight fire with fire sometimes. So you can't always be a good person. I know that. Even Superman got pissed off. You know, <laughs> even Gandhi got mad. I mean, I'd have shown it, but I'm pretty sure Gandhi said one time in his life, motherfucker, you know what? <sighs> Let me calm down. You know, I'm pretty sure Martin Luther King got upset. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure Mother Teresa gave somebody a pretty mean look. So, I mean, <laughs> can't always do the right thing. But just know that knowing that you can't always do the right thing, you have the power and the ability to come back from every mistake you make in life. But if you continue to make that mistake, it's going to be harder and harder for you to come back. You know, that's why I try to keep the kids and myself and me still as clear of everything that we sort of kind of can't get away from. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to be. I'm just trying to be a beacon of a beacon of help for someone somewhere. Trying to help someone somewhere. Hopefully I'm doing that. Hopefully I'm doing that good with this podcast. Hopefully I'm doing that good with post on Instagram. Hopefully I'm doing that good just in my everyday walk of life. During my jogs. Just my jogging to work and stuff like that. And I see the same people and I wave to the same people. And I say, hey, you know, you back at it and stuff like that. I'm not just doing it for the physical look. I'm doing it for the mental. I'm doing it so I can prepare myself for my daily life. So I can try to control my anger, my issues. So I can try to control 
how I deal with people. Because if I just went to work, I, I, I sort of kind of have issues with that because of the people that I work with. I sort of kind of have issues and I sort of lash out at them in certain ways. And I don't want to. I don't want to. So the training that I do also helps me mentally. I'm here picking the kids up. So we're going to hopefully continue these talks a little bit later. Love you guys. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Why would you do that? <laughs> As y'all can hear, we got guests. But it's a reason we got guests. This is gonna kind of this is kind of gonna be not so serious, but from the point of view of the next, as I could put it, uh, the future, I could put it. I've always wanted to get the point of view of the next generation as to how they feel, things are going, how they view things. And if they're educated enough to know the potential dangers, and not just the dangers, but also a lot of the advantages that they have now that, you know, B and myself didn't have coming up. So this is a special episode of GMKOMP. Get my kids off my podcast. Brought to you by all of us. Say it up, guys. What up? What up? Hey. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hey, people. What's up? Okay, first, um, we're not going to take up too much of y'all time because we know y'all got to go to sleep. But, uh, First of all, I just want to ask you guys a simple question. Are you aware of any potential dangers? Anything, any questions that you guys wanted to ask about why certain people do certain things or certain things you may hear or anything like that? No. Well, that was it. Thank you guys for the question. Why do people do drugs? Why do people do drugs? Um, probably because, and I'm not going to have all of the answers, but I'm just going to give it to you from my point of view. I think people do drugs because they don't have what we have. They're looking for somebody to love them. They're looking for somebody to take care of them. And they don't have a solid family structure to keep them on the right track. So they turn to drugs or they turn to alcohol to sort of give them that that coping mechanism. Basically, what a, what a coping mechanism is, is something to make you feel like something doesn't bother you, like you're unaffected by it. That's why when they put um, certain people on medicines when, they, when they're hurt or when they're sick and they don't feel anything, it doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away what happened, but it just sort of puts a it sort of puts a blanket over it. it. Sort of puts a blanket over it to make you think that I'm not affected by it. That's why certain people, when you see them walking around outside on the streets, they look like monsters. You know, they actually look like something you would see on The Walking Dead because they aren't 
here. Physically, they aren't here. Well, physically, they are. Mentally, they aren't. Mentally, they're a dream. Like nothing is hurting. Nothing can hurt them. They're not hungry. They're not sleepy. They're just so far gone on whatever they took that they, you know, react like that. So, is there anything else you want to ask? Or pee? You got to talk to the microphone, boo-boo. Not that, not in your mouth. Right here? Is it loud? Go ahead. Okay, so, like, why do some people, like, commit crimes, like, shooting is, and not stealing, because I know what they do that, but, like, shoot people Why do you think like people that. steal? Oh, uh, because, like... Because they don't have to steal. That's the same reason why they shoot. Same reason why they commit crimes. But, like, the look, like, the kids under, like... Irish stuff like that. You know, my wife, like kids under five get shot. And or stuff like, like that. 10 or something. Like kids that didn't reach double digits yet. Okay. Hold on. Let me, why do you ask that question? Hmm? Why do you ask that question? Because, like, why, because it's a lot of kids on the news that be getting shot these days. That is true. So. Okay, I can answer the question before you pass it around. Microphone, Michael oh, somewhere. Um, the reason why kids like that get hurt is because coming up and I came up a little bit rougher than mommy did mommy was all of mommy's struggles pretty much happened in home in home mommy went out in the street a lot of my a lot of my struggles and a lot of things that I seen coming up I was outside. I was outside involved. I'm not saying I was involved in it, but I was involved. So, you know. But um the innocent the innocent bystanders, a lot of the older people will tell you that God is taking his angels home. But the reason why, because you wanna hurt the person that you feel harmed you. And from personal experience, I'm not gonna say this to be true, but my little cousin and my auntie passed away, and I view this as pretty much the one of the main reasons why my family isn't as together as it was before. As you guys don't know, a lot of your cousins and a lot of your you know aunts and uncles and stuff like that, great aunts and great uncles. Um, <clears throat> my uncle, well, I can, I'm sorry, my aunt. Brenda and my little cousin Mallory passed away in a house fire. What was to believe that her boyfriend set the house on fire? And she was only, I I know Mallory wasn't one years old. So she was a little bit baby. And um, she was killed in that fire as well. So she was a part of those innocent kids that you that you hear about and that you see that die. It's not that they did anything. It's just that when you have people who want to hurt someone, they don't care who's in the house. They're not trained to so-called do what they do. They're scared. So they're going to attack you when you feel most vulnerable and at your weakest moment. That's why I take the steps I take to protect you guys. And I'm not saying nothing can't happen, but 
I'm not worried about anything happening, basically. I'm not doing anything to cause any harm to my family. Your mommy not doing anything to cause any harm to the family. So we're not worried about that. But the reason why it happens to other people is because a lot of the times you're just at the wrong wrong place, wrong time. And that is true. But when you hear about little kids getting killed and stuff like that, especially in places like Chicago and stuff like that, it's just, it's, it's honestly no, they just know that the, a, a person that they want is in that area and they just attack it. And I'm not trying to keep you guys away from things that are happening in the world, but it's just, <clears throat> this is the reason why we're sitting around doing this episode with you guys. It's because so we can let our listeners know that we're not trying to shield our kids or, or cover our kids. You can wait. Shield or cover our kids up from what's going on out there in the world. That's probably why we want you guys on this episode so you can tell us, so you can give us your views from it. Yes, Michael. We Friends chewing the popcorn first. Why do people pass away while they're old? I'm going to wait to turn these microphones off, then I'm going to tell you about, you know, certain things. But why do people pass away when they're old, Michael? Is because as you get older... Your body starts your, to break down. Your body starts to break down. So they get sick. And they pretty much pass away to look after you in a different way. All right, I'm going to go ahead and answer your question. I just did. Like Mommy was saying, your body breaks down. And that's why we tell people to go to the doctor, people to, you know, take care of themselves. That's why they want everybody to get checked for certain diseases and stuff like that. And, and as you get older, it's, you're on alert, basically, to actually get, are you paying attention? Thank you. You're on alert to get those things done. Now, you guys go to the doctor yearly now, every six months, yearly. biannually or yearly. So... <laughs> Annually. What? It's not biannually. Well, biannually, whatever it is, y'all go to the doctor yearly. But as you get older, like myself and mom, we're supposed to go to the doctor every <clears throat> three, six months. We're supposed to get certain checks, checkups and stuff like that to make sure we don't have cancer or we don't have certain diseases or, you know, anything like that. So that's why people die when they get older. They just need to take better care of themselves and don't do harmful things to them. Anything can happen to you, but it's just that. Sometimes things just happen. Though. Yeah, sometimes things just happen. So. Get it off my floor. Jada, instead of just eating popcorn, I need to hear from you as being the older child. So do you have anything you need to ask or you need to say? Wait a minute, sweetie. No, you don't have nothing you want to say. It's being 14 years old. You, you should. No, I don't have anything to say. You should, but we're going to, then that means if you don't have anything to say, that means I need to do more with you. Pass the mic to Be careful. That's my mic. Do you have anything to say, sweetie? Why do people use swearing words? Why do people use swearing words? Because it makes them feel big. It makes them feel big a lot of the times. And a lot of the times you just get that angry that you, that you cuss. 
and I'm guilty of that. So, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm not, but you know, a lot of the time you, <clears throat> I don't know why you're me. you get that angry to where you curse. Mommy said it makes you feel big. So a lot of people, it does make them feel bigger than they are. Makes them feel important. So. But mommy's still tiny. Yes, she is. Mommy is tiny. So, you know, it's not, it's not the, the physical thing. Pass the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you probably already answered this question, but why do people do, like, crazy things? When you say crazy things, what do you mean by crazy things? No, I'm trying to get up. Wait, Jada. Like, um... When you say crazy things, what do you mean crazy? That's what both of them said. Like, talking to the microphone. Talking to the microphone to you. That's what both of them said. Like, um, so, why do kids like run around everywhere? Why do people smoke, do drugs? Why do the okay the kids you see that's running around outside? They don't have what you guys have. They have parents. They have parents, but their parents are just. As young-minded young and sometimes just as young as they are, and they don't want to give up. They don't want to give up their life, basically, for children. And I said, hold up, I'm not saying that we gave up our lives for you guys because we still have fun. You guys know mommy still has her fun. Daddy still has his fun. I still do my thing. I'm still trained. That's basically fun for me. And mommy still has her fun, but... We also have parents out there who who still want to go out, still want to drink, still want to smoke, still want to run up and down the street, yelling, hollering, cursing, and stuff like that. But that's not what we choose to do. You guys sort of made us more responsible. But we were already responsible because we had to look out for each other, especially the way that we came up. We had to look out for each other. And we caught each other, not late in life, but we caught each other at that perfect moment where we could have turned and never came back. So about the children that walk around and say the things that they say, do the things that they do, look the way that they look. They, they have no structure. They have no guidance. And I hate to say, but they're possibly going to turn out just like the drug addicts that you guys see. Because they need someone to basically you know, tell them they love them. Instead of hollering at them or hitting them and stuff like that. So, um, so that's sort of where that comes from, especially in our, in our area. And it's not just like that here. It's like that in a lot of other places to where, to where you see kids who are your, your ages, you guys' ages, but are forced to be an adult, sort of like mommy was coming up. You know, mommy was sort of forced into being an adult because she had to take care of her younger sisters, her younger cousin. She was sort of looked at as being that person that had to, that was the mother figure. You know, so when mommy was supposed to be to possibly playing a sport or doing extracurricular activities or just being a regular teenager, she was changing diapers, making sure homework was done, her homework plus others, making sure clothes was washed and stuff like that. And the things that, you know, you guys don't have to do. You know, that's why when we talk to you guys, we really want you guys to listen to us because we've done everything you've done more than once. And it's like I tell you, mommy can teach you guys how to be together. I can teach you guys how to stay close. 
So it's a difference between being together and staying close. Staying close is how we are when we when we're out in public. That's staying close. How the six of us are. And I'm not saying mommy isn't included, but I'm saying how the six of us move and walk with each other and interact with each other, that's being close. Staying together is how I want you guys to be as you get older and as you continue to grow together. I want you guys to stay together. Staying close is something you're going to be from what I'm trying to teach you. Knowing how to move. Knowing what to look out for. Knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses. So I want you guys to know each other's strengths strengths and weaknesses so you can not be like the people you see outside those doors and the kids you go to school with. So, Jaden, you got something to say? It better not be something that they ask me. I know you. Uh, do, do you know what a uh, communist means? Now, this boy want to ask me. School. No, what it means, Jay? <laughs> Oh, and it's communist. What, do you, what does it mean? What does it mean? Why did you ask me? You trying to get your homework? You trying to get You need a definition or something? Yeah. Why do you, you do? Exactly. We'll look it up for you off the, off the podcast. But do you have anything prevalent to say to what we're talking about? Anything? So before you go to sleep, we're gonna take. But don't do it. Don't don't do it now, please. Do not do it now. What's wrong? No, I'm looking at my email. Okay, don't do it now. Well, I'll tell you what the communist is after the podcast. Jaden, Jaden, you listening? What do you feel like you struggle with as being a teenager in this day and age? Hey, well, we don't, we don't do yeah, come on, Jay. This, this ain't the think about it podcast. Uh, what do you have issues with? In life? Yes. Yeah. Right now. So you're a young adult. You should be thinking about things. Like I said earlier, if not, if not, me and you need to have more and more one on one conversations. Nothing. So you don't feel like you have anything that you struggle with? All you want is, and all you want to know is where the communist is, and you can have that question right. You're not in trouble, so stop looking at me like that. Just because you don't have something to say, it's all right. Maybe it's another kid out there at your age that listens to us. Hopefully, not that. That is an issue. So that's why I'm asking. I'm asking too. What's the issue? What do I need? Why are you clapping? Stop. Michael, stop. So you have nothing right now? Right now, no. It's okay. Does anybody else have anything else to say? Yes, Michael. Here we go. Um, why do why do people why do people like like why do people like do? You, you was just about to ask me another question they already asked me. That's how I tell why I tell y'all to pay attention. What did you have to say, Mike? Uh, why do people never listen to people and they always have to 
Is it all you have to do by chance? Mikey, we already answered answer that question. And we see Mikey don't pay attention. Yeah, you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. It's okay, but you just got to pay attention. Is this good? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay, so why do people like think that like... Hold up, sweetie. Hold up. Before you finish that. We've already answered all of the questions that you guys could have about why do people do bad things, but I really want to know. We want to know about y'all. About you guys. What questions y'all have for yourself? Don't worry about other people. This is about you guys. So yes, Mickey. Yes, Mickey. Why is it that people? I know, I know you, I know you did, I know you did that, but. Why is it that people think that people, well, teenagers and adults are wiser than us, are wiser than the little kids, when the little kids can probably do way more stuff than some teenagers out there? I'm going to be the first to say I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just okay. joking, sweetie. I'm playing. I do. I, I know what you mean. Sometimes in life, you learn things. Are you you want you want me to answer this question? Okay. You learn things through experience, so you figure the older you are, the more experience you have. Now we're not saying that you, as a nine year old, haven't had any experiences. We're just saying that Jaden has had a little more, or mommy and daddy have had a lot more, so we can help you. With more of the things that you can go through, that you go through, or that you might need. Because yes, you can be smart too. That's what Nobody I was about said to you say. Can't be smart. You are smart in your own right. Just like you can help Mikey with things, you just have to. You don't know everything. We don't know everything. Like you said, there's stuff that we may not know that you may know. So it's just a matter of what that person is, but. With the age, the age thing is just people think <clears throat> the what the older you are, they feel like you've had, like I said, you've had more experience, so they feel like you know a little bit more. But like we said, we're not saying you're not smart because we know you are all smart in your own right way. Jaden, you got anything? No. Yeah, too. You did just try to get the mic. I got, you. I got something. Like about being teenagers? No. If you don't have anything to say, we're going to ask you questions. So if you don't have anything to say, don't worry about it. We got eight minutes. Why do people, why is people different than other people? What do you mean by different, big dude? I'm like. Like people, like people do this thing. People don't do this thing. Uh, people are different because it's how they were raised, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the with the color of your skin. Because I know you go to school with different with people that don't look like you, but it does. It doesn't have anything to do with the color of your skin. It's just how people were raised. So if you go to your classmates' house, they may sit down at a table, eat dinner. And, uh, you know, read a bedtime story or something like that, or read the paper, talk, something like that. They don't do the silly things that we do. 
They don't play the games that we play. They don't do the things that we do. They don't eat the food we eat. So it's just a difference in how they were raised and the culture that they have within their household. So a lot of different cultures, we live next door to people who are more family-oriented. That's why you see all the people hanging out outside and stuff like that and doing the things that they do and coming together. We can come together, but it doesn't happen as often as they do because they get together every week. Now, the people across the street, they're different in culture as well. And as you get older, Mikey, you're going to realize that there is a difference between um, African-American culture as you're growing up in. It's a difference in Spanish culture as, like I mentioned, next door. And there's a difference in African culture. Like African culture, people from Africa. Not not African-American like us, but people from Africa. And then we have... Um, Oriental as well, who live down the street. So you actually live in a pretty diverse area where you get to come up with difference in the way people act, the way people look, the way people do things. Because like right there, it's like we can make a triangle of the people that are different. You got Africans across the street, you got Spanish like right next door, and we got Oriental people who um, own that little club down on the corner. And they're more close-knit like, they're more close-knit. Like, when I walk past and speak to them, they, you know, barely wave or barely speak or something like that. But it's just a difference in how you were raised. That's why most people are different. But we're all the same, and we all live here, so we all pretty much can come together. But that's what the difference is. It's just a difference in culture and how you were raised. What you got, Tip? I just want to know what Oriental people are. Um, Asians, um, Chinese, Chinese Americans, uh, stuff like that, Koreans, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Kia said good night. Back to your regularly scheduled program of me possibly pissing somebody off. Almost broke this charm sitting there. I was gonna laugh. Yeah, I was gonna laugh too after I got up from hurting myself. So what are we going off of? I don't know. You just said you were to piss somebody else. I thought you had something in mind. Mm, I always got something in mind. But, uh, pardon me. I'm not really going to jump off right there. What did I do? I have something to say, but like I said. Then say it. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. What you waiting on? I'm going to see if you got anything. Sorry. I don't got nothing to say right now. You ain't got nothing to say right now. So we do this podcast every week. The, and I asked you once a the twice main, a week. Hold up, hold up, sir. I asked you once The main or twice point a week. of this podcast was we was gonna do the thing with the kids, and then the talk to our younger selves. Those are the two things we discussed. Okay, so talk to your younger self. One. How far are you going back? We met her before that. One. Huh? I just talked to her. I told her to run. See, I thought you were going to be serious, but who you go play? Why can't I play? You play all the time. No, but if you're going to have a talk with your younger self, what are you going to say to your younger self? How far back are we going? I don't know you, buddy, I though. Think, I, can I think I'm okay, so, okay, so when you say talk to your younger self, I'm going to, if I can ask. Sure. If I can ask your younger self questions. That works. What would I? What would I ask? 
Um, you can't really do this because it'll bring up a lot of bad, a lot of bad feelings. And I mean, I don't know if this was your aim, but it'll bring up a lot of bad feelings. Not only for yourself, but for people who have a lot of a lot of inner inner pain, inner hurt, a lot of feelings, suppressed feelings, and stuff like that, because you can't change anything. Yeah, and that's mainly the reason why people go back and talk to their younger selves. You can learn from it. You can learn, but if you go back and talk to your younger self, you're going to snap back into reality and sort of regret a lot of things if you're that sort of person. Because when I see people who talk to their younger selves, it's most likely the athlete or movie star or something like that, and they tell them, and they tell, and they're telling their younger selves, you know, you were raised to, you know, you know, you kept your cool, you kept your head. You stayed away from bad things. But when I talk to my younger self, and when you said that, that actually brought up a good point with me, within me. But I was going to see if you were going to start it off. Uh, you know, so I, I sort of let, you know, you come up with things and, okay, that's good. But when I talk to my younger self, it's a bit different. Okay, so because I always go, no, no, this was you first. This was you first. But, um, when I talk to my younger self, it's a bit different because I know where I could be, regardless of regardless of whether or not I want to look at life the way I should have looked at it or could have looked at it. But you know, because me and myself, my own worst enemy is my memory. I honestly want to forget a lot. I can't. And that's why, you know, we we had those arguments and still have those arguments about where I can't let go of the past. And it hurt me to know that I can't let go of the past. Why does it hurt you? Because I don't want to look at things and first of all, I don't want to have any regret, but I do I but don't. you shouldn't have any regrets. True. True. Everything you went through True. True. made you who you are today. Exactly. So that's why when I go back and I'm trying to find it because I keep them when I do talk to my younger self. This was the most recent way that I talked to my younger self. Um, for those of you guys who follow me on Instagram, no. On on December twelfth, I posted the same picture of myself laying in the hospital bed. Well, laying in the little incubator thing with the tubes, tubes and holes and all that stuff in my little bitty body fighting. This is the last one. Well, I always say, you know, think about you all the time, and I apologize. I only talk to you once a year. But look at you, you know, but, but look at you. You're the strongest person I've ever seen because of what I've overcame. And I, was, I, I think I was either a little over or a little under a pound. But, you know, but it didn't stop me from fighting, from growing. And like I said, I wish I could trade places with him. You know, but... And that's only saying I only say that because of the things that I've done in my life. And 
to sidetrack this whole conversation, she's in her bathroom again. So I'm going to have to get something better to cover this window up. Because as soon as the light come on, she's stepping there and she's taking that brazier off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She shouldn't be right there. Last time it was him, but I didn't say nothing when it was him, but it was her. So, you know, I'm just saying. We but anyway, anyway, anyways, um, when I say that, when I talk to my younger self then, I possibly need to go a little bit older, 12 maybe. Right when things pretty much, right when it started to where I was on my path to destruction, basically, now self-destruction, because I didn't have any direction, moving around a lot and stuff like that, and I used to sit in my room so much, just wishing for an opportunity. And, you know, I told you guys on the podcast before about how I was potentially going to be adopted by my assistant principal at my junior high. And who knows how my life could be right now? Who knows? Honestly, who knows? I was athletic. I was in choir. I was smart and motivated. And who knows what my life could be right now? But I look to this woman on the right, and those children that just left this room, I don't want my life to be different. I don't want to know what could be. So if I could say something to my younger self, I would tell my younger self to make those same choices. Choose to be there with your mother. Choose to do the same thing that you did for your little brother and live your life the same way you lived it. Don't do anything different. You know, make those same mistakes. Learn from those same mistakes. Live that same life. I don't want to know a different life because I'd be afraid to know a different life. I'd be afraid to know a different life because I just, like I said, I don't want to know a different life because talking to my younger self will mean, for me, I'm not saying for you, because you're about to give your own interpretation of your, your, of your talk with your younger self. But me and myself, I don't want to know life differently. I want to know from the first words we said to each other till right now. I don't want to know anything else. And I mean, even though a lot of what we've been talking about lately, we haven't displayed in the podcast. And I mean, I'm not to say that we won't, we will, but I don't want to change nothing. I don't want to tell them look out for anything. I don't want to tell that little dude, look out for nothing. I want the dude to just run through life the bull that he was and is. I think I'm about to bust this chair, so I'm probably about to get up in a little bit. But anyways, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want him knowing any stop signs or any signs of slow down, nothing like that. I don't want him knowing that. Because like I said, because I mean... I couldn't have had the experience that you've given me. Like, you've opened my eyes for so much. To so much. And you still do. And you continue to. And even though we faced with uncertainty, just because we live in life, life is uncertain as it is. 
and the fact that I'm still sitting here with you as uncertain and unstable as relationships are, uncertain as life is, we've still managed to wake up and look at each other day in and day out and face the world together like we've always faced it. And I know we're going to continue to do that through whatever we go through. I know that. That I know. That's the one thing I know. That regardless of what label we have for each other, me and you are going to be right here fighting. We're not contractually obligated, but we're obligated to do this podcast. So, you know, so hey, anyways. But anyways, so we, we, we got to be together. But anyway, podcast aside. We're going to be, have you seen some of, the, some of the emails I believe? Oh, yeah. You seen some of the emails I believe? You probably read What have you been deleting? I don't respond to a lot of things I get about this podcast. What are you not responding to? Be honest. First of all, I don't take people serious. Second of all, I take them serious enough to decline. Oh. What are you? We gonna talk about this in a minute. We can talk about it right now. This is the minute. Let's talk about it right now. So, what haven't you been responding to? I responded to everything. What haven't you been telling me about? I mean, we get. I'm not saying we 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 break records or nothing like that, but we're still on the sites we're on for a reason. I know that. I think people are listening. We ain't got kicked off a band from nothing. Not no, not yet. No, I ain't checking. Yeah, okay, well that's how I'm. But anyways, you know, we still on, we still on the majors. So it's just that a lot of these sites are coming up, and like I stated um, last episode, you know, they want certain sites people to pay, regardless of whatever listeners you get, they have to pay to listen to your podcast, and I don't want that. I will go talk to everybody personally in their living rooms before I ask them to send us anything. You're going to be busy. Right, so... <laughs> I just FaceTime all y'all. So exactly, I get your numbers and I FaceTime you. I don't have to do this podcast. I can call y'all. But it's just... I look at it and was like, okay. If I can say no now, <clears throat> I can say yes when we got a little bit more power. I could say yes when we have a little bit more control. Right now, we have creative control. We backed. So, I don't want to give anybody control. I'm not saying I don't want sponsors. I do. I do. I've been looking into ways to get people to listen and to try to find ways to sponsor their brands on this podcast. Yes. Um, because, as you know, certain razors I use. There's certain products you use for your locks. You know, it's certain things we can make people aware of. You know, I'm not. I know. I know you did your hair well. I know. I and me. Who was that? What the fuck was that? That's a dude's car that's down the street. Uh, my fault, y'all. Y'all didn't hear that, but I did. It's like a damn UFO. My goodness. All right. I heard it the other morning. All right. All right. Anyways, like I said, I mean, um, football season coming up. I mean, we know about. I know about certain sites that, you know, help people get tickets and stuff like that. Love wrestling. I know about certain sites that can help people with with that. You know, so with, um, with ways to to listen to and get to professional wrestling and stuff like that. So anyways, boxing. Mamachenko fighting this weekend. 
But um, I've turned down a lot. Well, I can't, pardon me, I can't say a lot. I've, it hasn't been a lot. But I've turned down, you know, offers to certain sites have wanted this podcast, and I said no. But anyways, that's taking us completely off subject. Sure On to you. I know, right? On to you. Talking to your younger self. Little Candace in the Betty Boot shirt and the curly gold hair you had in your head. Tell me it didn't because you know it's true. You know you know it's true. I don't know who he You know it's true. But I ain't never had no Betty Boot shirt. You did have a... <laughs> I mean, my, my talk to my younger self are pretty much the same. Not that I would change anything. Just more words of encouragement. Just keep on hanging there. Everything that you're going through now is going to. Did you prove anybody wrong? Prepare you for. Did you prove anybody wrong? Prove people wrong every day. Did you prove anybody wrong? Yes, I prove people wrong every day. How old would your child be? My oldest? Yeah. With you? No. 20. Okay. Yeah, 20. No, you're wrong. No, I'm not. You're wrong. No, 21. You're Sorry. wrong again. No, I'm not you're wrong. You're wrong again. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you are. How old are you? How 35. Old? Exactly. How do you, how old are you remember? 15. Okay, then. And... Oh shoot! Yeah, wrong. yeah, you're very wrong, well. <laughs> um, early twenties. Right, your child would be in her early twenties. Yes. Twenty. Uh, twenty. Twenty. No. Twenty-one. I just Late said twenty-one. She'd be turning twenty-two. Right, exactly. So, your life with a twenty-two-year-old as a thirty-six-year-old. I mean, would I that be the only child? Not if you think about it, so. you think about it. I don't think so. I think it was all. No matter how much I tried to fight against it, it was always destined for me to have more than one child. Okay. And looking back at the way that you were, what do you mean the way I mean, that I was? The way that you were, you're more. You're more, and you got a lot of this from me. You're more laid back now. Yeah. You watch people. You let people. I let people shovel. You let people trip now. over their own feet. Right. Because so. before I used to be all in on whatever you said. If that's how you said you was, then I believed it. Even when you tried to show me who you really was, I still believed you was the other way. She's not talking about me. No, I'm not talking about you. No, I'm just saying let people know you're not talking about me. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other people. And we've been together that long to where I knew that she wasn't talking about me. <laughs> but anyways. My bad job. My no, you're fine. But anyways, um, you were expected to have that child. I was. I was expected to have that child and... Many more. Right. That was how everybody viewed me. You were expected to be held down. You weren't expected to be the person that you are right now. No. 
And that's why I wasn't expecting to be able oh, to overcome everything true. that I overcame. And a lot of the times, that's why I know she doesn't listen to the podcast that I record because a lot of the times I already explained this to you guys. I listen to some of them. Yeah, I know. Anyways, all part of the crime. I don't listen to my own podcast. I do listen to <laughs> them. I may not listen to them as soon as you post them, but I do I listen know, to them. Um, whatever. But anyways, um. This time in life, she's just now beginning to live. She's just now. Not, I'm not saying I'm beginning to live. You I'm are, beginning to. You are beginning finally to finally blossom into the woman that I should have been. And y'all, what the hell does that mean? No, live means it's like I've been sitting under a rock somewhere. I'm not I haven't been sitting anything. under a rock. She's just now starting to become you. That oh jeez. What's wrong? That was an ugly child. That was who? That was an ugly child. Can't talk about children. Children and old people. Can't talk about memories. Take it back. Take I take it back. back. Anyways, um, she's just now becoming a, becoming to her own because you guys know, as you listened to the earlier episodes, all you pretty much heard was me. She was laughing. She said hi. She said bye. Are you I said more than hi. I had my comments when I needed to have them. But like I said... She just now started to become more of her and becoming into her own. Yeah, but that's that's only because, like I've said in little ways, that I had a lot to get over. True. I had a lot of growing to do still. Right. right. I mean, I still got a lot of growing to do. Right. But. And I also said, we've also had these talks privately. To where this, is, this is a point in our lives in our marriage, in our maturation as adults, in this podcast, where we not had nothing else, y'all. Y'all about to get us as us. We have a lot of talks amongst each other about why we're together. And just like I said earlier, I'm not I'm not doing nothing without her. But I knew that once she really found out who she is. Like she said, she was going to blossom. She was going to turn into that butterfly. She was going to show the world who she really is. And I'm not saying this was a revenge tour, but she's sort of on a mission to basically show people who doubted her. And I knew this. It's not. I'm not saying, wait, 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 let me me get it out before you, you know, possibly shoot me down. I'm not saying this is a revenge tour as in you about to go out there and shove it in people's faces. No, that book is still coming. It just took a detour. Yeah, it took a little rest. And it's more added to it. We couldn't put the book out because we didn't have the money. We had to secure a place to live. We've secured a place to live. The book is coming. Mark my words. The book is coming. You'll know. We won't announce it. We won't be coming soon. We'll do an episode, and I'm going to read an excerpt from a book, and at the end of that episode, I'm going to tell you where to get it. That's going to happen. I told her a very long time ago, I was going to be there once you finally got over everything you that held you down. I'm never going to leave you. We're never going to leave each other. We may fly away or fly in separate paths. But even when we're flying on separate paths, we know that 
only us keep each other grounded. True. We we still have to have that. We still have to have that. Like nobody is gonna support him as much as me. And vice versa. So, so like we said, I know a lot of people have asked me privately, am I looking to leave my wife? No, I'm not looking to leave my wife. When I tell people we're together for the long haul, you see people get used, you see people get divorced every day. Me and this woman will never leave each other. But it's just it just goes to show that we're not selfish enough to be like, all right, you know, you're mine. No, we don't control each other. And it's a, it's a thing to once you love a person that much that you know exactly when you let when you need to let that person fly. Look at animals. You love a person that much that all right. I'm not saying I've done all I can do, but I've I've done enough to where I don't have to hold your hand anymore. You know, I'm forever going to be that rock. I'm forever going to be there. But I knew at a point in time, once she got over everything that happened to her, it was on. It was on. It's game time. And that's still true. Like I said, that book is coming. Everything is coming. I mean, she's traveling. And stuff still like up that. In so, I mean, no, it's not It's not up in the air. It's on train tracks. That's anyway, up in the air. But anyways, but anyways, you know, she's becoming a woman. And she knows that I got I got I got the kids. Or if it was me, if it was me, if everything would have happened with the XFL the way I wanted to, she got the kids, we good. It right. just goes vice versa. We're it's gonna be here anyway. Saying the hand. We're gonna with make us. sure. Right. That we're both good. Right, we're gonna make sure that, that everything goes back into GMHO and P. That's not just a title with his podcast. So nope. everything goes back into us. You know, we're gonna make sure once I right, you get this, just like well, just like when, when I worked and she didn't. It wasn't like she she didn't know she had responsibilities. Just like I got responsibilities. She got the house down. That's more important. That means just making sure a bill is paid. Now, when you hold the house down, you go off, you hunt, you come home, you good. Right. And now she's hunting on herself. And when she come home, she good. It's food. Bed's made. House may not be as kept as it needs to be, but the bed's made. She can come home and lay down. And vice versa. Right. So, I mean, so that just goes to show that nothing's going to stop that. You just know and that we 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 got our self to build up, but we also building up each other. Right, so I mean, but the building up each other part had to happen first. Right. And it took years. It took twenty of them. Twenty of them. Yeah, twenty years. It took years to build for us Not to make sure that we're okay. Nineteen and twenty. And we're young enough to still get out there and live life the way we need to live it. Right. So I mean, that just goes to show, and we're trying to give everybody out there who struggle with marriage because marriages work. 
let go of the title of marriage. Yeah, y'all just let it go. That title of marriage puts a lot of pressure and a yeah, lot, of a lot of stress on people. Go back to saying, this is just my partner. This is the person that I'm going to spend my life with. And we going to build together. Look exactly. at it like that. Exactly. Because for some reason, that word marriage puts marriage a lot the of stress fuck out of people. The hell out Don't people. get married. <laughs> Don't get married if you can handle it. I'm going I'm to be the first to tell. To tell and I, I don't know if we've displayed this with each other. I know we haven't displayed this for this podcast, but I didn't marry her because I loved her. I already loved her. Right. We already loved you. Though. She already loved me. We were already going to be together forever anyway. And we already knew regardless that we was always going to have each other. Right, we were always going to have each other. Right. We basically got married for the reasons we're telling you guys right now. We have to build each other up. We're not bonded by a contract. We're bonded by us. We can't go anywhere without each other. None we can't make moves without each other. Nothing works without I was in L.A. I wasn't by myself, but I was lost without her. I didn't want to have that experience without her because I wasn't ready to have that experience without her. I didn't feel that I deserved it to be there. And maybe L.A. is a different place than I thought it was, but I didn't feel the need that I deserved it to be in Calabasas, Malibu, on Hollywood Boulevard. I didn't feel I needed to be there without her. Not the kids. Not them. That's also another thing that you guys need to realize. Your kids aren't... You shouldn't add them. What is that? I found it. Yeah, I just paid your phone bill. But it happens again. But anyway... Yeah, there's a new mom. Yes. Your kids aren't a detriment at all. They're not an extension not of your extension, relationship. Exactly. They're separate. They're a separate relationship. Separate you should realize that. In its own. You still have to make sure that the woman or the man is taken care of. I, I hate hearing people say, well, I got to stay for the kids. No, well, you, you don't. don't. You don't. You don't have to do anything but you take care of them. Yeah, exactly. They see when you're unhappy. I'm just saying, they see that you're unhappy. They know when you're not right. right. Kids they know. Feel it. They feel no matter how young or old they are, your children know. Right. So you can feel you can feel that you've hit a ceiling with a person. You can feel that there's nowhere else you can go, or you can feel like you, you can honestly honestly say that I've I can't love you anymore. I, I can't. I've done all I can do. I, I love you as much as I can possibly love anything on this earth. We need to go. But your kids aren't included in it. But that just goes to show that me and Candace are weak or different because of how this came about. This isn't something that was planned. This isn't something that was preordained. We were two lost souls and God put us right there in front of each other. I want you here to take care of this man and I want you here to take care of this woman. Like I told you guys before, it was emotionally and mentally for me and physically for her. Because everything was already there with her. She just needed that protection. She needed physical protection. And needed to know somebody really. She needed to know somebody had her back. And not just in a metaphorical sense. In a physical sense, like, okay, I'm not going to let nothing harm you. 
And it was it was points in time where I could have been I could have been hurt because of her. And I'm not I'm not saying because of her, but trying to protect her, trying to be whatever I could have been hurt. But that also goes back to I wouldn't have let that happen. Right. So I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not getting ready to just up and say, say oh well this is too much for me, you know. No. Mm-mm. No. She's tried herself to get me to go because she didn't believe that I wanted to be there. But no, no. I didn't. No, no. But was like I told you guys. Like I told you guys last episode or episode before, I got that one person that's I need to run through walls. All you need is one. Yeah. All you need is one. If you don't believe in yourself, if you look to the right and the left of you, you got that one person, like, all right, that's all I need. You can cheer as loud as anybody. You can clap as loud as anybody. And I'm good. And that's what I got with her. That's what I got with him. So, I mean, if, and I'm not saying it will, because it won't, but if me and this woman decide that the marriage isn't enough, we still gonna be right here. We're still gonna be right here. You know, there we're still no, gonna be right here. We're not gonna. There's no separating us. Right, there ain't no separate. Ain't no nobody coming between us. Not even our kids. Like we just said before, our kids can't even come in between us. Just like our kid, our relationship with our children is completely different. Completely different between our relationship. We're getting up against them. Right, we, we we did that last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, we we was we was me and that's we was against the world. That's the world. We're like, no, uh, uh. Yeah, I wasn't like, no, we didn't want to treat the kids. She was like, no, we didn't want to treat the kids. No, it was both of us against them. We yeah, standing there, together it. with exactly. them, yeah. and they needed it. So anyway, yeah. but um, our words are gonna get better. Our vocabulary is gonna get better. Can I swear? Like our sentences are gonna be get better. The chemistry is gonna get better. Why I'm saying that is this boy don't stay out the refrigerator. We're gonna we're gonna do this much better. This podcast is gonna grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. So, like I said, what's wrong? Get it and go to bed. Go to not not just go to bed. Go to sleep. Jesus. Have a drink. Is it illegal to put a, a lock on the refrigerator? No. No, it's not. I don't think we should look in the I'm water. thinking we should get a padlock in the refrigerator. Jesus. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but anyways, you guys just need to realize that if you have kids in a relationship, whether you're married or not, you have to separate that. That woman still has to know that she matters. That man still has to know that he matters. You're going to be there for the children if you want to. If you want to, this is not something that you have to do because it takes work. Being a parent takes work. Being a husband takes work. Life takes work. Being a mother takes work. Being a father takes work. I know I just said that, but I'm saying it takes work. You just have to look at it as y'all was there before those kids came along. Right. So all of those decisions need to be made between the two of you. Exactly. And not nobody else. No yeah, parents, kids nobody. may be upset about anything, but kids are resilient. They get over things quickly. Especially if they see that one of y'all or both of y'all are unhappy. So, that's that. What else you got? What have you been not wanting to talk about? That I just said it. That's what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I honestly just said it. That's not, 
So it's not like I'm just not wanting to talk about it. It's just that I've um pretty much kept it kept it close to where we'll understand. We will understand it. You know, I don't want it. I don't want it to come across to anybody listening that we're not together, or we're just together for the kids, or we're. Nope. You know, we are 100% together right. for each other for each before other. anything right. anybody that's, else. That is, that's, that's everything. That's that's through everything. So this woman won't go anywhere. I won't go anywhere. So why? Yeah, we're not going nowhere. Yeah, we're not going nowhere. I mean, everything else may fade. Like you said, the marriage may fade away. We may, we may leave it. But we won't leave each other. You know, there's a lot to be laughed at. And <laughs> the reason why I say it's a lot to be laughed at because we, that's probably the one thing we got in common. We just love sitting back looking at people. And I can't do that with nobody else. <laughs> not to say that I can't, not to say we can't do that with nobody else, but it's, it's understood the way that we do it, the things that we do. So, you know. So, you ain't got nothing. What you smiling about? <laughs> 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 laughing at. Stuff people saying on the internet. Oh. They are crazy. Um, no, we talk. I talked about. We talked about what I had. But another, but another news, and like the, the how people do real progress. I ain't been paying attention to shit. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I can tell y'all my bottom line and, you know, my sales and stuff like that. If y'all want to hear that shit. I can tell y'all how fast I can open the back box of clothes. That's pretty much how we've been doing. How fast I Kids at work, man. Come on now. Y'all don't want to hear about that. So. That's about it. Right. Right. That's about it. But, um. I can tell you it would take me 20 minutes to get home from work. I mean, hey, hey, I can tell y'all it take me an hour to run for. Uh, it take me a little under an hour. It's to, not, com- it's, to complete. No, wait a minute. It's take more me than about a little under an hour. Yeah, it is more than a little under an hour. It's, it's about forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it takes me about forty minutes to run work, which is a little over saying, four miles. A little the other day when you called me, you had left like thirty minutes before that, and you told me you was at. You was at my job. Yes, you know, so it takes. It, I'm getting faster in my old age. He is, but um, and he not gonna stop. Yeah, and so well, I'm, I'm healthier now. So, you know, so. that's cool. But anyway, we're not trying to bore y'all too much. But I mean, if there's anything that pops up, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. But I'm, oh, I'm 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 glad we had the moment with the kids. I am I'm glad we had the moment with the kids. Yeah, we need to have more. Yeah, we need to have more with them so they can actually be more aware, especially Jaden. But you know, so you know, Jaden, he he at the age where he he don't care about nothing but what's in front of him. True. Which is good. I'm just glad that we have very well mannered kids. And I'm glad that they notice enough Mm -hmm. to be like, all right, why certain kids weren't around out there thinking they adults and stuff like that, like they said. Glad we ain't got to worry about that. So right. So. And I mean, like what Kayla said, I know that they talk about current events in school. Right. It's, it's been, it has been a lot of kids. I'm about to completely throw a curveball at her. I'm going to let her keep talking. It has been a lot of kids passing in the last month or so here. So 
with her asking that question. Yeah. 16 kids, 16, 17 kids. No, this, it's up to 20 now. Yeah, 20 kids this summer. Just, no, this month alone. And this month alone have been murdered been bad. in the city. It's been bad, man. So that's why. I mean, that's another reason why we keep our kids close. Not sheltered. Not sheltered, just close. close. We we don't feel like they need to be out there like that, but they still see out there like that. Just saying. So what's your curveball? My curveball is... Yeah, had that piggy bank for a long piggy bank for a long time. <laughs> Whose piggy bank is that? That was Jaden's. Yeah, he was baby. That, you got that made at your job? Mm-mm. That's the one I buy from um, Kmart, I think. Uh, you um, you still have your explicit conversations? With who? It's a new friend. Mm, not so much anymore. We talk about stupid stuff now. Actually, we've been having a lot of old folks' conversations. We're talking about health issues. Stuff like that. Like, we really in our 30s. Y'all can tell how I'm looking at it right now. Y'all can't see it, but y'all can tell how I'm looking at it right now. But that's what we've been talking about. Like, we've been talking about okay. health issues. When she talks to her friends, I don't want to hear it. He don't. He gets mad. I get, mad. I get like, upset. Like, I get mad. Yell at him. Get out the room. I sit there and listen to him talk to his friends and stuff on the games. And but I don't, when they I don't get... You like involved, involved in that conversation, but I don't either. I just tell you, like, because when they see you, if I'm on video chat, they see you and they're like, Okay, tell our husband hi. So, but the one girl that they talk to now, I talk to, she's 18 and she can't get the response that she gets from them, she gets it from me, so she has. She talks to me about life, life. Not mm-hmm. just game shit. She talks to me about life, life. She mm-hmm. can't get that from a lot of other friends, I guess. I'm not saying I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it when like one time we talked and we just had a long conversation. It's about life. And But it's good though. More younger kids need to True. More younger kids need to yeah, reach out because I have my OGs. I'm not saying I'm an OG. I don't look at myself as that old. But you know, I have my OGs coming up. But it ain't really nothing out there nowadays. Like like you said, you everybody out for self. You had your old people to go to. Yeah. But like I said, you said, and I I mean like I said, I don't want to hear her conversations about her friends. Let me tell you why. Tell you why I don't want to hear your conversation. And they listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Dad, you don't know. You lied. You, no, just, lied. you just told a lie. They do. You just told a story of lie. Anyways, um, we're gonna figure out where this bookmark so they can jump right to this part. This is why I don't want to hear your conversations about your with your friends. I want you to be able to open up about a lot. I don't want to know every aspect about you. I don't want to know everything that you do. I don't want to know everything that you say. I don't want to know everything that you think. Because you need to have certain people, certain people in your life that you can give that to. You need to be able to talk about me. You need to be able to complain. I talk about you to you. No, but you know what I mean. You need to be able to complain. You, You need to be able to know that I'm not trying to have my thumb on everything that you say and do. 
And I'm not saying that you should, but like I said, when I walk in the room and I'm on video chat and they see you laying there or they hear you screaming in the background, they just say, tell our husband to hide how was work or something like that. It's not like they're trying to include you. What do you mean when I scream? When you playing the game and they hear you. And the side note, EA, fix the, fix the damn connection on Madden for real. Y'all really need to get that Please straight. fix the connection you on Madden really so I can get it in need to get that straight for real. I'm just saying. I don't want to. really need to get that straight. With screaming at this motherfucker. really need to get that straight just, because my goodness. I'll be having some great games on Madden. That's thing you know you've been connection with your peers yeah. and all of this stuff. And I fear, fix it. I fear for my TV's life. So yeah, fix please. it. Fix the connection. Damn but, it. Fix but it. Again, it's the TV at work. I've been eyeing. So. Anyways, like I said, I don't want to know what you talk about with your friends because I want you to have that out. Like I said, I don't want to have it. I don't want to know everything you say. I don't want to know everything you do. I still want you to be able to get out there and just be yourself. So, I do want to ask you something, though, besides what I just asked you, because you you didn't, you you answered it, but, you know, um, when you go, and I keep saying when you go, because I'm completely disregarding what you said. I want you to do an episode there, just... I want you to do an episode there. With them? Yes. A couple of episodes ago. Oh, man. A couple of episodes ago, she had a bottle of wine in front of her, and that's when she really talked. A couple I, I of didn't episodes? That was the last, last episode. episode. <laughs> last episode, she had a bottle of wine in front of her, and she really talked. She really opened up. It may not have seen much to y'all, but it was much to me. But anyways. anyways Whatever. I'm opening up this episode. And anyways, I'm not you do. You do have. You do have. That's sort of a substance. Colon. No, you got. It ain't even colon. Oh dang! I forgot I didn't take a. <laughs> you, do, you got Benadryl in you. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Okay, um, that is not saying that I need any liquid courage or. I'm not saying she need liquid courage, but you know how most people are when they get a little bit of it in them, they open up. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to get back to doing more things. That you love to do and that make you you. I don't want you to hide who you are for anybody. I know what I want to get back to doing, but I'm gonna wait till like January. I know what you want to get back to doing, so that's why me and the kids need to find places to go so you can set your table up. But anyways, that's gonna be for other podcasts. No, you don't. But anyways, why did you walk away from your passion? What passion? And that's why I told you to go. Why I told you to go tonight because I knew you would be. For, for that? Yes. Why it's, did you walk away? As much as I talk about passions and stuff like that, and why did you walk away? It's not so much as I walked away. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the selling part. You just completely I shut it out. talking about it and all the stuff. You like stopped that. the avenues and stuff like that. You stopped the, the, the chats and all of that stuff you used to have with people. You stopped the education side of it. Why? Because in a way, I kind of got sick of trying to compete with what people's everyday perceptions of what and you have an avenue yeah I do what people feel sex and passion and all of that is and I got sick of people saying it's just a nasty thing or it's just I got tired of dealing with people that didn't have open minds basically open minds about Everything like, like people are so 
timid when it comes to intimate conversations, when it comes to having sex. I feel like if you are doing it, then you should be able to talk about it. Yes, ma'am. The steps right there. I'll do it when I finish recording. Good night. See, look at this. She just interrupted me to tell me I need to go put her clothes in the dryer. That's parenthood for you. But, like I said, I got tired of dealing with people with the closed minds and the, oh, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't have these conversations. Okay, so, so our, our listeners could know that this isn't just something that you talk about or something that you, you know, you, you know, think you know about. She actually does know a lot more than the average. So what's the, if you can, you don't have to tell me who or tell us who, what's the most open and honest conversation that you've had with someone, male or female, about sex? What was it about? You can say what it was about. Go ahead. You don't have to say who or anything like that, but just the most open comment, uh, open conversation you've had with someone about, about sex and, and how open they were with you. Trusting they were with you, basically. I mean, we just talked. I don't remember exactly what it was about, but it was an older lady, and she was trying to get that feeling back. So, I mean, that's basically what we talked about, and she opened up about why she lost it and why she felt like she lost it and how she really, really wanted to get it back and how she felt like I could help her with that. That's all, that's all, how I how I can answer the question without getting into a lot of detail. You can get into details why I ask you a question. That might get us kicked out. I'm not trying to get kicked out of anything. Talk. I am talking. Then talk. Negro. Talk. Don't be afraid to talk. That's why I'm asking you questions to get you to talk. I'm not afraid to talk, but that talk. question, I can't really answer that question because I've had a lot of open and honest conversations with why people about Why can't you answer sex. that question? I just told you because I've had a lot of open and honest questions. Just like people can come to you and talk to you about anything. Like I don't know why people open up to me and talk to me about their sexual problems, their interests, what they want to do, or they why they're afraid to do them, what they think people would think about them if they found out that they was doing it. I don't know. People just talk to me. I guess I bring out the sexual side of people. People talk to me a lot. I can say a lot. I choose not to say a lot because I don't want to out a lot. But the weirdest, and I'm not afraid to be open. Y'all know that. So if you're under 15, you should listen to this. Oh, 15? 15, yeah, go ahead. Shit. 15 year olds, go ahead now. Y'all touch yourself. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have that tongue kit. Don't do that. Uh, I ain't joking. I'm serious. Okay. Since you won't. And I'm not I calling myself, I'm not calling myself um, an expert on nothing. I'm a master of nothing. I know a little bit about a lot. But the most honest and open conversation I had with someone. I was at work, and I work in sort of an open area, but private, because there's places I can go to have a private conversation, or if I'm standing in front of my case, I can have a private conversation with someone. 
sort of feel like it's a barbershop, basically, because they look at me and they know that, you know, I'm going to take care of their needs, you know, whether it be fish, meat, whatever, whatever you got. And I can also answer a couple of questions. So this man came up to me and he was saying, you know, Arson, you know, can we talk? And I'm like, man, you know we can talk. We know each other. And everybody who knows me personally, even if you just know me online, you know all you got to do is add me and I'm open. Say so whatever you want to say and I do. I try my best to help you out. So he said, Arson, you have a wife. You know, you got children. Do you find it hard to do certain things to your wife? Do you view her different as a mother? And I'm like, no, I don't view her any different as a mother. You don't view me as a mother in that point in time anyway. I don't view her different as a mother. She's still, she's still the woman that I see her as. She's like, so you don't feel bad about doing certain things sexually and stuff like that. And I was like, well, when you say certain things, like what? So he was like, I view it as I should only have sex with her one way, just missionary. I view it as I should only have sex with her one way, missionary. And that's how I view the mother of my children. I don't want to, I don't want to make her feel dirty or anything like that. So I was like, so how was it before? He was like, oh, before we was doing it all over the place and everywhere and all these positions and stuff like that. But he was like, once she had the baby and, you know, I saw the baby come on and I just don't want to, I don't want to basically dehumanize. He actually used that word. I don't want to dehumanize my wife by doing certain acts to her. But it was okay to do it before? A lot of men view their wives differently after they have children. And, or, uh, you know, mother of the children, they, they view them differently. But I say, she's still the woman that you love. She's still the woman that you fell in love with. She's still that same woman. And I told him, the best advice I can give you is you have to treat her as such. She doesn't want to be known as mommy, 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 mommy. Just like Candace. Yeah, I've been saying her damn name so damn much. Just like yeah, B, can you stop that? just like B, don't want to be known as mommy, 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 mommy. So the one person that can, she doesn't have to be known as mommy, 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 is myself. I'm the only person. I'm the only person on this planet that cannot make her think of herself as mommy, 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 mommy. So, guys, if you're listening, she doesn't want to be known as mommy, 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 mommy all the time. She doesn't want to be known as miss this. She doesn't want to be known as your so and so's. Or a wife. She doesn't want to be known as that. You still have to let her know that she's still adored by you. You have to let her know that. She probably wants you to feel like she let her know wants that to. She wants her hair pulled. She wants to be bent over a table. Right. She wants passion. You got to give it to her. You have to give it to her. That helps so, her feel like a woman. Right. Yeah. I told the man it's only going to help her feel like a woman less trapped if you let her open up on you in that sense. But then he needs to open up himself because, Jesus, that's, that's boring. And I also had a conversation with a woman about her husband. She said her son is porn real in sex. And I said, yes, it is real. People get the misconception about it. They need to know. They need to know that it's edited. They need to know that those are 
sets. They need to know that it takes six to eight hours to complete. They need to know there's certain pills involved. They need to know there's certain sedatives. There's certain sedatives you take. Need to know that. You watch it for the excitement. You watch it for the rush. But you need to also watch it for the education. Look at the, you know, behind the scenes of it. It's not glorious. It's a whole job that you don't get paid very well to do. Whole job. And I also tell, like I told that woman, the best experience is, and and I'm going to say if I'm wrong, you can tell me I'm wrong, but the best experience is by yourself. Don't watch it with a partner as every time. Don't do it every time. I'm not saying the best experience is by yourself, but it's a different experience when you watch it by yourself. It's different, exactly. Well, I said the experience by yourself. Then when you watch it with somebody else, like because when you watching it with somebody else, you sort of look at you don't you don't want this person to hold on. Wait, is he gonna look at me like I'm some kind of nasty? Exactly. So that's why I said the best experience is by yourself. But that goes along the lines of talking to your partner and letting them know what you're into. If you like watching people get beaten, tied up, and fisted, let them know so they don't like shock them when you turn it on. Exactly. So that just goes so that you can. It can be an educational tool for your relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be this is what you want done. It's hey. just I mean, the shock yeah. value gets you. Yeah, everybody is out here trying to live life like porn stars. That can also go hand in hand with watching other things as well. Not just not just porn, but it's just other things. Um as well, like certain reality shows. Like um a lot of calmer people like watching reality shows so they can see the other side of life. They can basically have something to talk about. You know, a lot of boring couples watch reality shows. And it's, oh my God, you see this shit? Knowing they will never do that. They don't live their life like that. They're not those people, but they watch it for the entertainment value. The same way we watch football, the same way we watch, you know, other things like that, certain movies, because I'm not 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 to say that we're afraid of that life. We're just not doing it. We're just not a part of it. That's not our life. That's why you get a lot of analysts and people like that who are so-called experts who know they can't take a tackle from Khalil Mack, who know they cannot guard Tariq Cohen who know they cannot catch a pass from Mitchell Trubisky, but they can tell you they can. They can tell you they can. They can analyze it. They can can say they can do this and do that, and this is what should be done, and that and that. And that goes with every walk of life. Don't look to somebody else to tell you how to live your life, basically. Real quick. How we go from talking about porn to talking about the bears? We're not, I'm not talking about the bars per se. I'm mostly talking about the teachers, the tools to teach. Like, like I said, I can use how, how you can use porn to teach, and then how certain people, certain analysts think they could, they know everything because they're an analyst or whatever, whatever. Most analysts aren't ex football players, basketball players, or athletes, or whatever, whatever. Or most 
most marriage counselors or marriage gurus have divorces. Bad, bad marriages. Bad marriages. That's why like they that. know. Most uh, so-called sex experts don't have the sex that they say they have. So, you know, it's just, it's just, you have to find it out basically on your own. So that's why I said porn is best by yourself. You can add a person to it, but it's best by yourself because you get to know who you are and what you like. So, I mean, yeah, you should, of course, watch porn by yourself the most. You should touch yourself and all of the other stuff because you have to know yourself before you can let somebody else in, like you just said. So, like I said, because you jumped right back into that one. I was already going off that one. Well, I, was I had to saying, reiterate it. I was just basically saying you have to know your limits of what you want. So don't go off of what somebody else does. It's like I mentioned like I mentioned the buzz and the analysts and stuff like that. But I get in plenty of talks about people who say what should have been done or I would have did it like this or whatever, whatever. Why didn't they why didn't they just run the ball or something like that? You're not there. So you don't know. You just cheer. You can either take it home or you can, you know, get over it. There's like a lot of the buzz fans or, you know, still hearing that still hearing that damn upright. I'm I, I'm not hearing it no more. I'm moving on. I'm optimistic about this season. I'm not listening to everybody saying what's going to happen or what the Bears are going to do. I just hope for another successful season. But anyway, I'm not going to. That's why I don't listen to other podcasts. Like I stated, uh, stated last episode, I don't listen to other podcasts anymore. I don't listen to many motivational speakers anymore because I've I've I've, I've passed. Thank you. You've done what you've done for me. I'm basically saying I don't need to hear you every day because if I look to hear you every day, what if you don't post? What if you don't post that day? Did I need to hear you? Oh my God, I need you. I need your motivation. I need you to scream into my phone. I need it. I'm here. I'm right here. You're right here. Look in the mirror and motivate yourself. I'm not saying I don't. I don't listen to other podcasts anymore, but I do watch YouTube videos and stuff like that. But I only watch people that I view as being real. Like, they show their flaws. They show the good, the bad, the ugly. I don't like people that hide that stuff because that's not real. That's not who you are. That's why I also don't like reality TV because a lot of it is scripted and a lot of that is... I love wrestling. That's reality I like wrestling for the entertainment purposes. There is another kid in the kitchen. Y'all gotta go to sleep for real. It's the big one. What are you trying to get? What you doing, Jay? Get go ahead. Where did you get it? Turn the light off. All right. Don't, good night. Don't turn the light off. I got it. Oh, all right. But anyways, I'm hungry too. You gotta be your own teacher. You can't look for somebody else to do it because like I said, what if that person doesn't post that day and you're stuck? You don't have no direction because you can't make a move without certain people telling you how to move. But just figure it out yourself. And I'm not saying figure it out yourself, but just find yourself first. And then you can be comfortable with everything else. You can be comfortable with your husband. You can be comfortable with your wife. You can be comfortable with your mother, your father, your children, your job. And that's when you begin to live. And just like, you know, we've stated in this podcast how I felt, how I feel about how my wife is 
growing and blossoming, as she says. She's just now beginning to live. And I'm just happy I'm here for this journey. GMH, no one Good night, people.